Welcome to Megabyte's weekly barometer podcast series. This series was launched in direct response to the economic impact of the COVID-19 pandemic on the UK TMT sector. Its aim is to help those involved with the sector to track, understand and analyse its implications. For those of you who don't know us, Megabyte is a leading independent research provider delivering data and insights on UK technology and tech-enabled businesses. Although Megabyte is a subscription-based research service, these weekly barometer updates are intended for anybody with an interest in the sector and made available through Megabyte's dedicated free-to-air research channel, CEO Hub, which can be found on our website at megabyte.com. Updates are released each Friday, and we would, of course, welcome your feedback on any of the topics addressed during our updates. Megabyte Barometer, COVID-19, week seven update. Markets bounce, trading updates abound. It's another busy week for corporate activity and we get granular on COVID-19 impact. As we approach the first lockdown Easter and the human struggle of the COVID-19 pandemic is very much emblematized by our Prime Minister, markets were in very much more positive mood this week as investors perceived a chink of light at the end of the tunnel. The FTSE's up 4% in the last five trading days but we saw an even stronger performance from the FTSE 250, which is up 9% over the same time period, and the NASDAQ, which the tech-heavy NASDAQ, which is up over 10%. And the UK tech sector followed suit with an 8% rise in the Megabyte Universe Index of around 100 tech companies, UK public tech companies we track. And this prompted a further rise in the average current year EV EBITDA multiple to 11.7 times. Although we have to have our now customary health warning on this number given the level of change and churn there is at the moment in public company uh, estimates. Our conversations with CEOs, investors and advisors, some hundred or more in the last three weeks, uh, have made it clear to us that with the exception of a few laggards, um, most companies both in terms of the, uh, the corporates and the financial community have got pretty well worked up mitigation plans in place now. We get a clear sense really that people are now rather holding their breath waiting to see what happens next. How much longer will the lockdown last? How quickly will things bounce back? And what does the new normal look like when we get there? We've heard many theories on the likely shape of the recovery. Will it be V-shaped? Will it be U-shaped? But perhaps our favorite analogy is the bathtub recovery with a sharp decline, a long period of recession and a fairly rapid recovery thereafter. But in reality, we probably won't get a reading on this for some months yet. Meanwhile, this week, uh, this was the week that the Megabyte research team got granular on our attempts to assess the economic impact of the crisis on the TMT sector. We've now had over 80 CEO conversations in the last three weeks. That's double or treble what we would normally do. And actually, we've spoken to over 40 CEOs just this week in four days. Uh, in addition, obviously, we've been analysing the dozens of public company trading updates that have been out in the last few weeks. And this has really given us a very clear picture of what we're seeing in terms of the current state of play in the industry. Our views on that will be fleshed out over the, uh, our inaugural sector barometer reports after Easter. But in the meantime, we've this week published three separate sector analysis pieces with our initial thoughts on what's happening across software, ICT and digital services and media and information services. In addition, we're starting to drill further into the COVID impacts at a more granular peer group level 
and this week we published our thoughts on insurance software, telecom services and online marketplaces and subscribers can expect a series of those over the coming, uh, more of those over the coming weeks. So turning to the trading outlook, uh, contrary to what we actually thought would happen when uh, last week when I talked about how we expected perhaps a, an easing of the pace of COVID-19 trading updates from public companies, it's actually been another very busy week for trading updates. And uh, many companies talking to the market about what they're seeing and some now talking to the market for the second time um, as during the crisis. In ICT services, S3, CentralNIC, CloudCall, D4, T4, RWS, Mobile Tornado and Alpha Financial Markets all issued updates this week. Of these, perhaps only CentralNIC was the only one that was broadly positive and the remainder had varying degrees of negativity about what's going on. We're also starting to get a much better picture of what's happening in our private company coverage. Obviously, most of these conversations are off the record at this stage, so we're using them really just to triangulate what we're thinking about peer groups and, and sectors. Um, but one of, the, um, one of the more formal conversations we had this week was with the CEO of Clarinet, Charles Nasser, and we published a report uh, on the results of, of, of Clarinet and perhaps more importantly, given what's going on, the trading outlook and an update on their M&A strategy. Subscribers can download that report. In the software sector, there was a real plethora of updates um, from IdeaGen, Alecosoft, Interseed, Mirada, Tribal, Access Intelligence, big one from Sage, Carrero, Palatro and Osirium, as well as Echo, Trainline, First Derivatives, eCensus, IMI Mobile and Location Sciences. Unsurprisingly, most of these were negative, but with some interesting, uh, more positive uh, dynamics from First Derivatives, Access Intelligence, Palatro, Carrero and Assyrian. Focusing for a second on the Sage update, which I thought was quite interesting, it was a short update, um, but I think the most significant of the week for a couple of reasons. Um, while the update contained much of the usual stuff we've come to expect over the last couple of weeks, uh, cost cutting, uh, discretionary spending, etc. And also they halted the share buyback. It was very interesting that uh, there was no comment on the dividend and uh, no sign yet that Sage will cut its dividend, which is perhaps against the run of, of some others. More long term and, and very interestingly from a longer term perspective was the, the a very clear view from Sage that their legacy revenues will uh, decline at an accelerating rate as, as a result of the COVID-19 impact, uh, impacts. Um, one of the theories that we have and I think we'll see play out over the coming weeks and months is that as the impact of the of the epidemic and, and, and the economic impact of that becomes clear, we fully expect an acceleration of digital transformation and one of the main elements of this is going to be an even greater acceleration in the move to SaaS and away from on-prem. Again, in software, our private company coverage is, uh, is, is increasing and our we had many conversations with private software companies this week. Two of the more formal ones were with Zealous, uh, formerly part of Northgate Information Solutions and OpenGI, the insurance software space. Both of those businesses have um, sticky products and, and recurring revenue streams, so feel relatively well insulated from the problems, although not completely insulated. Again, uh, reports on both of those companies are available and their results are available to subscribers. Another busy week also in our media and information services, peer group uh, sector. Um, and obviously, as I've mentioned in previous podcasts, the, uh, the media sector, particularly the kind of events and advertising agency element of the sector have been particularly hard hit with a combination of direct impacts from sectors affected by the, um, the COVID-19 pandemic um, and also typically less sticky, uh, less recurring revenue streams. And we had trading updates this, this week from DMGT, Cineworld, 4imprint, Beheard, 
um, SEC, Newgate, Reach, Hive Group, Centaur, Pebble Group, and Relics. Again, most of those negative, but not all. Those of you who listened to the podcast last week will remember that it was a very, very busy week for a corporate activity last week. Um, and again, we were half expecting it to, to ease off a bit this week, but not a bit of it. Uh, another very busy week for, for, for corporate activity, particularly in M&A and fundraisings, but, but um, a bit of private, act, private equity activity going on as well. After a blockbuster week uh, last week um, for M&A, there was another series of deals. Uh, Miss Group, Access Group, Video Call, Envision Pharma and Fisherwick all completed deals this week. And there was one notable private equity deal that we wrote about this week, actually announced right at the back end of last week, where Palatine Private Equity uh, took a minority stake in IT services player Acora. Interestingly, on the capital markets, we're seeing an acceleration of the COVID-19 related secondaries. The real biggie this week uh, was from ASOS, uh, which raised 200 million. Um, but also uh, we've seen smaller raises from SRT Marine, eCensus and IMI Mobile just today, those last two. Uh, raising money to improve their balance sheets from varying degrees of strength um, and, uh, and and improve, improve their liquidity as we go into what I guess most of us expect to be a downturn. And there was also continued fundraisings uh, and some chunky fundraisings in the private company world. Uh, Privitar raised £80 million of new equity, uh, Gigaclear £525 million of new debt and Yapoli £13 million uh, of, of equity, dollars of equity as well. So another busy week for corporate activity. Looking forward to next week, it's going to be interesting to see how the flow of COVID-19 update, uh, trading updates continue. Um, quite a few companies have told us now they're expecting to um, to talk to the market probably once a month uh, over the next few months, to, to given how fast moving the situation is. So actually, um, although there has to, I suppose, at some point be a reduction in the pace of uh, trading updates coming from public companies, uh, there we will continue to see a decent flow, I think, over the next few weeks. It'll be very interesting to see whether we see more companies tapping the market, stock market, given that it's in reasonably good health still. Um, and uh, we'll see. be interesting to see whether we see more of that after Easter. As far as the Megabyte team is concerned, uh, we're going to continuing very, very hard with our company contact, both off the record and on the record with private and public companies. And as I mentioned earlier, uh, we, we're going to be publishing a series of peer group analysis as well as our first sector barometer reports over the next couple of weeks. Uh, we know definitely we're going to be publishing on uh, e-learning, cloud services and communications companies next week, and there will undoubtedly be more. So that's it for this week. Um, we look forward to speaking again next week, but for now, stay safe.